Hi, this is Susan. Just a reminder that we recorded out of order. So the next week's segment will actually tell you what we talked about last week. And I'm Court. Next week, we'll be talking about the final episodes of Money Heist, La Casa de Papel, which will be released on Netflix on December 3rd. So happy December, y'all. Vax on. Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. And today we are going back. You might think it's October or something because we're doing creatures, creature features. From 60 years ago. Well, or 50 plus years ago. Yeah, it's not Halloween. It's just a look back. Yes. (laughs) Way back. Way, way back. That's how I roll all year round. So welcome to my world, y'all. Now, one of our movies we ended up picking from 1986, The Fly, since the original The Fly turns out was available just on Hulu Live. So we made a sub. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. I did watch the original, though. I just canceled Hulu Live, but while I still had it, I watched the original. Mm-hmm. But now I don't yeah. need to live anymore since American or impeachment American crime story just ended. I, I didn't rent the fly, but I did watch a um, comparison video on YouTube that mm-hmm. talked about some of the similarities and differences oh. between the 58 version and the 80, 86. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Can we hear about that? And I took uh, court suggestion and watched Love and Monsters. And that was <gasps> cute. I forgot. Poop. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's available. It's been available on Hulu since it not first came out, but like since it was it hit streaming. So, so whenever it's it's mm-hmm. really it's really cute. It is, and it is. I felt like it was a throwback to the fifties feature mm-hmm. creatures, which yeah, was of, cool. Of course, there, there there would be a different romantic ending. True. The fifties. I like I like the way this was played better though. Um, mm-hmm. Like it, it could happen or it maybe won't happen. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like that's a lot of our current movies these days. What did they say? We we took the sex out of movies. Is that what we've done? <laughs> that's personally I mean, what. <laughs> one of us, I guess. Um, as Hollywood. in the ones we're watching in Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, just, just put Oscar Isaac in everything, and then I'll put the sex back in all the movies. Even a kitty movie. (laughs) What did I watch? I was watching Clifford the Big Red Dog. Um, It's on Paramount Plus right now. Um, Like I I was, I was air quotes watching it with the babies. They weren't watching it. They were doing their thing. But I was watching it. And um, Russell Wong, who was um, loved him in all things eighties. Like he's been in a bunch of stuff. You've seen him in in different things. Um, He's a silver fox now. Like he played one of the dads. And man that dude still looks good so yeah okay that put the sex back in that movie for me Clifford <laughs> the if, big red dog as if clifford the big red dog needed sex in it but i, I guess mean, to, for, to, for to keep moms uh, well yeah, yeah parents that you never know yeah both yeah yeah parents yeah. attention yeah oh yeah yeah either way mm-hmm. now i'm not saying 
like go and flash a bunch of boobs because that's the other mm-hmm. thing I got. Um, I watched the Night of the Creeps. I rented that one because um, it's supposed to be on Shutter for some reason. It didn't show up for me under mm-hmm. like I have Shutter through Prime. I couldn't get it the pitch go, but mm-hmm. I wanted to watch it. And of course, it, it's an eighties movie, so you know, um, you know, girls were all getting ready for the formal, and they had to have the obligatory um, boob shot. I was like, should I cover the kid's eyes? Because like the kid, the little one was like, um, like little Jay, he he was watching this movie with me. Like it, when the slugs were popping out of people's heads, he, he was like, he was sitting there like this watching it. And I I called his grandmother and like to show her he is intently watching this movie. Um, like just everything that was happening on screen, I was like, oh crap, am I like traumatizing him or something? Like I know <laughs> I started early, but like they're not even two yet. And he was like really into it. So yeah, they're so young anyway. It's like, will it, will it make them hungry <laughs> to see the boobs? <laughs> oh. Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't even think about the boobs. I was more so thinking of the slugs slugs and like the flamethrowers. Yeah. And that too. Right. Lord only knows what effect all that will have. Yeah. So they're going to make them a mini you have them love horror forever or Mm -hmm. scar them for life. Yeah. I mean, that's the hope. I would rather they watch horror movies with me than me have to watch hours and hours of Coco Melon because you know what I've I've been watching hours and hours of Coco Melon. Mm. You probably don't even know what Coco Melon is, but yeah. I do. Yeah. I can, just, I can guess. <laughs> it, it sounds like mindless fluff. So, but uh, this is not what this podcast is, but like they, they are so smart. Like they, they have all the words in their vocabulary now. And it's partly because of the Coco Melon stuff. Okay. So okay. Well, that's good then. Mm-hmm. So then it's not mindless. I was wrong. Yeah. It's yeah. I shouldn't prejudge. Yeah, <laughs> I used to like watching some of that with my kids. Mm-hmm. What was it? Blues Clues, Dora the Explorer, Swiper, no swiping, Swiper, no swiping. <laughs> some oh, of those man. are very cute. Yeah, they get old fast, but then you look back and you remember them standing up in front of the TV and saying Mm -hmm. those things along and interacting and then they get older and they're just sitting there mindlessly in front of their animated stuff yeah video games well that's not mindless because you have to to oh no that's engaging yeah but like all the youtube things just yeah going down that rabbit hole yeah yeah like i've been trying to introduce them to um like uh, Mr. Rogers, because that was one of my favorites. And um, you guys remember Sherry Lewis and Lamb Chop? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Because the, the, they love singing different songs. So I've been trying to introduce that. Okay. Nice. Yeah. Cool. And like different languages too. Like they love everything. Cool. Yeah. Start teaching them Norwegian. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't watch too much other than our signed watching uh you know our our shows were back so the ridiculousness of 911 and station 19 they made me mad and gray's anatomy like what the hell so mm-hmm. <laughs> like but watching station 19 i was i was like have you guys been watching 911 and you decided okay let's try something off the wall too like they haven't done anything off the wall recently 
I mean, until like what happened this past week. Unnecessary. Well, I, I hope he's going on to bigger and better things, which of course, of course he is, but it was a shock. Okay. Can, can I say spoiler alert? Because I have a, yeah. like the man, he was on his way out of town anyway with his kid. Just let him move. Did you have to kill him? No, I mean, you did, because that's do. what you do. Yes. And we learned that early on, on Grace, like they will kill all your favorites anyway. Right. Someone has something good on the horizon. Boom. And I've also been keeping up with my trashy TV and watching (laughs) Love Island Australia. (laughs) Okay. So we've moved to Australia. (laughs) Yes. It's it's the show you can watch year round because, (laughs) you know, in the spring and summer, it's Love Island UK and US and now it's Australia. And yeah. it's like these kids have never seen it before. It's hilarious. Because <laughs> <laughs> no, something, you know, I mean, they've been in there for three days. And, you mm-hmm. know, you have people coupling up and then you have new people, new singles coming in and perhaps some recoupling. And one of the girls was upset mm-hmm. about, about a recoupling. You know, she's known the guy for a day. Of course. So, and uh, the other girls are consoling her. You're too hot and sexy for this. (laughs) Like, have you seen this show? Do you know what you're here for? No. Oh my God. Please. I have been watching the new 4400 on CW. Mm -hmm. And one of the characters, like, um, so, so what they've done the same sim- similar thing as to if you've seen the U.S. version, um, you know, people pulled directly from their lives and then like like 4,400 of them like showed up all of a sudden, like, you know, throughout from time, like at the same point mm-hmm. um, on some island or whatever. And people there, the government's trying to figure out where these people came from and what happened to them originally. And of course, we have like the drama with their families, especially if it's, um, you know, they disappeared a couple of years ago. Um, you have some people who had disappeared back in the 30s and 20s. So you got them okay. kind of acclimate to, you know, yeah. our world now. Um, it's it's very, a very diverse cast, um, unlike the original. Um, the original, it still worked, but like uh, it, we're getting to learn new stories. The reason mm-hmm. I bring brought this up um, on the tail end of your Love Island, um, like one of the characters, she had been like an influencer or her, her mom was like a, a version of a, a housewife from like the real housewives or whatever and in this most recent episode like they showed a lot more of her and what her life was like before she disappeared and how her mom had been pushing her to take some spotlight but only as a way to remain in the spotlight herself Mm -hmm. so like that reminded me a lot um of the love island thing yeah yeah but it's it's a really cool show and it's a, a lot better than some of the other things um that we had been watching something that got renewed recently Oh God. <laughs> and we're gonna we're gonna talk about that. And yeah, I guess we can talk about a lot of a lot of our shows. <laughs> but, but none of and, them. And yet we're bad. not doing a podcast about the stellar invasion. How mm, about without spoilers, what how about thinking? Friday's episode? Oh my god. That was, was so good their horror movie episode it was wonderful yes yes 
And it was so short. It was only half an hour. I think it was just <laughs> a bit no less. No idea. No idea. No. But yeah, like you said it felt longer and mm-hmm. I felt like it was only five minutes long. <laughs> I looked up and I was like, you have got to be kidding. So I pressed yeah. pause and it read 32 minutes. And, and so it was, it was way less than that because that 32 minutes included whatever teaser they had at the beginning right. mm-hmm. and the credits and probably a previously on. And so, yeah, it was just under 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. That's funny. But like, we've seen that with some Apple um, plus TV things like um, Ted Lasso did that a lot this past season. Like mm-hmm. it, the episodes got longer and shorter. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's really cool since it's not mm-hmm. on a network TV show or even yeah. HBO Max they, yeah. I mean, or HBO, you know, HBO shows fluctuated a little bit from yeah. 52 to an hour one or two or up to like season or series finales would go up to maybe an hour 15. Yeah. But they, you know, they could do that. Apple, I feel like has even more flexibility because they're not working around the timing of another show with HBO. They have programming right before and right after. So Apple has a lot more flexibility. And I think that this is awesome that they could do that. And this show I thought was just perfect. It, It just blew my socks off. Yeah. Like I, I, I enjoy a show that can like give you everything that you need and no filler. Like they yes. know how to tell a good story. Yes. And you're right. This, this had no filler. And I was wondering about the other stories that were happening elsewhere in the world, but, mm-hmm. and, and that's part of why when it ended, I'm, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> but it was okay. Because this, this showed us like finally who these things are and why we need to be really scared. And man, I was scared during this episode. They really succeeded. And it it reminded me of another movie that, you know, a a pair of movies that we've seen these last couple of years. What? Part one and part two. I can't say because okay. it'll spoil the, yeah. Okay. But yeah, you really. tell like us it. after. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, Kelly, Dr. Brain. I did watch the first episode. I think the second episode is now available. It is. Oh my yeah, God. Friday. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yeah, I, I haven't gotten into episode two yet of Dr. Brain. I did just start Apple TV Plus's The Shrink Next Door with Paul Rudd mm-hmm. and Will Ferrell, uh, yeah. digging that. <laughs> and, oh, I've seen only half. I started it too late last night. So I got, I mean, like really late. So I finally had to go to sleep, but really, really digging the harder they fall on Netflix. Mm, yes, I know you already watched that. Yeah. Really, really digging, mm-hmm. digging it. I mean, even the opening credits, I was like, wow, yes, I'm going to really like this. Yeah. And like at the soundtrack, I've just, I've yes. just been listening to the music. Yes. Ooh. I was about to text y'all last night and say, this soundtrack is excellent. It is. Mm-hmm. And Jonathan Majors, oh my God. Just yeah, so 
he hosted SNL last night. <gasps> yeah, I saw yeah. some of it. It was cool. It's okay. Yeah. And how do you pronounce her name? Is it Zazie? Zazie. Zazie. Okay. I love her. And she's just so good in this. Everyone. Everyone is good. Yeah. yeah I, I don't understand anyone fussing about this movie. I don't understand. I don't get it. No. <laughs> like, what did you miss? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What movie were you watching to have mm-hmm. any reason to fuss about this? Maybe they don't like Westerns at all because it was very much that, but it had a lot of flavor to it. Mm-hmm. And I did um, accidentally watch a Hallmark Christmas movie. <laughs> How do you accidentally watch a Hallmark Christmas movie. I mean, I can understand accidentally watching something if you're on Hulu and you allow the automatic play, whatever <laughs> comes up next. And Peacock does that too. It's so similar. if you leave that setting on. Mm-hmm. Okay, but Hallmark, you have to be on Hallmark for that to happen. So were you there watching something else? I thought I was going to watch something else. You know, I set the DVR uh-huh. to record that movie with Terry O'Quinn. But yeah, it recorded something else. Yeah. Uh, Called Christmas Town. Yeah. I, I think Christmas Sale is still on that Hallmark app that I told you about. Yeah. Like, depending on what you have it through, you can just sign in on the app and watch um, watch everything there. And, like, that, that's what I had been doing. But they've now added Hallmark channels to my YouTube TV subscription. So I've been adding everything I want. And I like that I can, <laughs> like, save it and just keep it the whole year. Exactly. Because like, I have a couple that I was, I was ready to buy. Like, I, I already have some of my Amazon cart that wow. I had love from last year. Mm-hmm. It's that time of year. As soon as Halloween ends, it's Hallmark time. Like, I already started watching a bunch of them. Like, there's this one um, called the um, is it Nutcracker Christmas or something like that. And it, it was so sweet. And it had one of the actors from Center Stage. You guys remember that movie from the 90s? Yeah. It was um, the one of the, the actor who played Charlie. Throughout this entire movie, I swear, I called that man Charlie, even though, like, that was not the character's name. That's not his real name. But he was Charlie to me. Mm-hmm. And like that, I love that movie so much. It had Amy Acker in that too. Like she played Fred and Angel and, and a bunch of other things too. She, and she, apparently she was really a ballet dancer before she started acting. Like they did an amazing job. Like I, I wish I could like move like that. It's mm. pretty. But yeah, tis the season of Hallmark. Oh, and the really big news is I went back to the theater this week. Yay. Yeah. I saw uh, the French Dispatch. There were five people in the entire theater and Mm -hmm. everyone was well-spaced. You know, I went with somebody I know. So I was sitting next to one of the five people. So, yeah, (laughs) but we had our own row. The next person had their own row and Mm -hmm. were sitting on the opposite end of the row. And the next Mm -hmm. people, they were, uh, they had their own row and they were sitting on the opposite end. So we were very well-spaced. Okay, um, cool. but yeah, the movie was good. Um, you know, I, I like Wes Anderson. Yeah, he's pretentious, but you know, I like it. <laughs> yeah. And so, and this was a, it was like a collection of short stories. They tell you that at the beginning. Oh, yeah. so. Did not realize that. Mm-hmm. Cool. That reminds me that I went to the theater as well mm-hmm. for the second time this whole year with a friend and we saw Belfast 
the oh, new yeah. Kenneth Branagh film. Cool. Loved it. The theater was not empty. When he bought the tickets, it was. He bought mm-hmm. them just the day before. Mm-hmm. He said there were only like four seats that were occupied. And when we got there, it ended up filling up. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. It was great. Yeah, great for the film. Yes, but no. <laughs> Not for us. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, we kept our yeah. masks on the whole time. Yeah. And I'm sure there are a lot of people who didn't. So You're supposed yeah. to, but I didn't turn and look. Yeah. You know, I didn't turn and look. And and there were lounger seats. Mm-hmm. So okay, you're nowhere so near touching spaced. them. Yeah, yeah, they're spaced. Yeah. Comforting to a degree. And you cannot touch the seats in front of you. You can't yeah. reach them. Yeah. There is there is that. There is like more than six. It's like eight feet between yeah. your seat and the seat in front of you. So that's perfect. Yeah. 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 I mean, not perfect, but it, better. It, it, but I, I did see um, like a trailer for that. It looked like a lot of fun. And K- Katrina from um, Outlander. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Then, cool. yeah. Mm-hmm. She was very good. And Jamie Dornan was great. Do you pronounce his name? Kieran Hines from Game of Thrones. Race, uh, Mance Raider. Uh, he was excellent. And Judy Dench. Yeah. All, all so of good. Course shot beautifully and the little boy playing the main character also excellent and I love how it's told from his perspective Mm -hmm. so there are things that I I feel like you see quote reality and there are other times that you see it as a child would see it oh that's cool yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and I just have to call it Belfast. I'm saying every time I see that title, I, know. I think my head goes back and I want to not go there, but I want to go to Belfast. I know, but, but not stay there a whole. Season. Have to say it like that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, <thing>. Kelly. <laughs> yes, yes. There was. They went to Belfast literally because the baby was kidnapped and taken to Belfast. In what? What are y'all referring to? Sons of Anarchy. Yeah, okay. I think gotcha. they were there, what, 12 episodes out of 13? Whoa. Like yeah. yeah. My goodness. Mm-hmm. Well, okay. Looking for the baby. Mm-hmm. Where's the baby? Anyone who didn't listen to our anniversary show last week, Superversary show last week, that is a line from Chris back during our Breaking Geek years. That's right. <laughs> referring to baby holly oh that mm-hmm. it we would have to re-listen to yes, it, it would be in, in a la- the- yeah i think a later episode but uh, we would have to have free time to just sit there and listen well, maybe maybe that's what i'll be doing in january <laughs> there you go re-listen and, to breaking geek and pick out all the uh memorable quotes yeah there are a bunch because that was a good, good podcast series. Yeah. And apparently the last time I went and picked out sound bites was in 2013. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So I've got a lot to catch up on. Mm-hmm. But these would be from then or 14 or 13. Yeah, whatever year 
that was. Go it's a long time ago. Yeah. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Kelly. Don't you want to go through them all one more time? I would do the leftovers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get the wet Kevin quotes. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Kevin, not a monster, not a creature. <laughs> so where are we starting with the creatures do you want to how about how about Rodan since it's 1956 yeah the oldest yeah yeah we'll go chronologically here the Japanese know how to make a creature feature don't they Mm -hmm. yes and Mm -hmm. I love how their creatures have names we don't name our creatures. No. You know, it's just, it's just that alien, predator, the creature from the Black Lagoon. They, they're just, yeah, like you said, the, the thing. We don't give them a name. They, they're not deserving of names. Yeah, and we should have looked up, what does Rodan, does it have oh, a it's meaning? Bound to. Court, go for it. Okay. I'm look it up. And also I'm gonna look up the like what Gujira means because the Japanese character in Godzilla names Godzilla Gujira. I'm gonna look up folks. They have to mean something. You know that they do. Why didn't yeah. we already look that up? Yeah, so yeah. Rodan is like this giant pterodactyl type thing. So maybe that's what it means. Giant flying creature. Although in the <laughs> in the larval stages it looked kind of odd. Yes that it did i loved at the very beginning they mentioned climate change Mm -hmm. and the melting of arctic ice how cool was that like the whole the whole thing about the um the japanese horror film or creature films these are things that we've done to ourselves Mm -hmm. these creatures exist because of of human induced climate change or pollution or Mm -hmm. whatever something that humans did and so it mutated the this insect or whatever to um into this creature that's now destroying our cities but the american creature movies you have these aliens like from space coming in and you know it's uh yeah, you know, just very different. We've had Even- our sh- we've had our share of giant ants as a result of nuclear right, waste. Mm-hmm. But you're right. I I would say that most of our creatures. Uh, okay, I don't know about most because there there are a lot of garbage B films from early on, and and I had that huge list that I don't have right in front of me right now, but the biggies, the big creature features in the United States, you're right, are aliens. And, you know, even in, in the one that we watched uh, for, for this week, the blob, mm-hmm. it was an alien, but they also warned about climate change mm-hmm. because they were going to take, well, spoiler alert at the end of oh, it's from blob, 1958. Right? Yeah, they're going to take the creature and drop it in the Arctic. And they say, well, as long as the Arctic stays cold, yes. we're okay. 
And they have that question mark at the very, very end. Mm -hmm. That was awesome. Mm -hmm. Yes. They're talking about this in the Mm fifties and then politics take over and we just ignore climate change for decades. And now look where we are. Yeah. So that blob is going to come out and the thing is up there somewhere. Mm-hmm. So that's going to reemerge. We've already had yeah. mammoths. And who knows if those two organisms are, uh, you know, genetically compatible. Oh, it's going to be a thing versus the blob situation like alien versus predator. Okay. Or is it predator versus alien? I don't know. No, it's AVP. Yeah. Okay. AVP. Thank you. So, oh, someone needs to make that blob versus the thing. BVT. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. How would that look? Does the blob consume the thing? Or since the thing takes over and becomes something else, oh my gosh. Oh, the theories people would come up with for that. I'll bet someone has already thought of that and has the theory. Too bad we can't animate because we could make our own like two minute short film. Exactly. Or I'm sure if you search YouTube, (laughs) there's probably exists already, right? That's what I'm saying. But we could do it if only we could animate. Susan, learn how. This is what you do with your time now. After your retirement. Dude. (laughs) Yep. It exists. Oh my gosh. (laughs) That's awesome. So what is it? Is that a little short film or it's a film? What is it? It looks like a a fan film. Okay. See, nothing's original. I mean, that is, but our idea was not. Is it on YouTube? No, like I found this. Just a movie poster that somebody. Uh, Oh, okay. Okay. So yeah, did you find out what Rodan means? Rodan is actually the English version of the actual Japanese name, Rain 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 Radon. Okay. And all that means is um ir- irradiated terandon danon. Oh, okay. So cool. Yeah. So it's like an acronym, sort of, mm-hmm. maybe. All right. Oh, and so it's other- more along the lines of ET. Oh, exactly. Yeah. ET didn't get a name like George. Right. right. <laughs> right. I would love him. Yeah. Yeah. ET, the alien with the most personality on the planet ever to have come mm-hmm. to the planet. And he gets the name ET. <laughs> That'd be like calling one of us human yeah. or just person or yeah. even entity i mean that's like um and was it love and monsters where the dog's name was dog right boy mm. boy okay i'm sorry okay. Boy. but okay. like i've seen other movies and things where like they've named the dog dog or cat yeah like, yeah you're not giving them a name <laughs> why don't think i'll be <sighs> around for that long right yeah <laughs> what what we did learn from these from these movies is humans are good at shooting at stuff yes yeah, That's very good. So first, so first line solution to everything. Mm-hmm. Shoot, at shoot them up. True. 
So it, not that we have to skip those, but just to continue the comparisons in the fly, we see in both versions, we see there that that is something that human or a human has done to himself. And yeah. that's at an individual level, of course, that's not on a grand scale, but that's right. science gone awry because of, of essentially having a godlike complex or a not godlike, but outright God complex yeah. and not being careful with what you're doing. And the, the lesson learned from this one is, well, or the theme of the movie, it's all about bodily autonomy, my body, my choice, mm. <laughs> especially yeah. in the 1986 version. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're, we're talking about a pregnancy there. So, yeah, I did not continue and, and watch the fly part two from whatever year that came out, 88, 89, whatever. Have, seen it? Have I? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Eric Stoltz, if I remember yeah. correctly, yep. as the son. So spoiler as to what decision she makes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't remember all the details, but yeah, he was conceived after the fusion mm-hmm. with the fly. I hadn't seen this. This is, The fly is not a, a movie that's in my usual rotation. Like mm-hmm. I, I remember seeing it when I was younger. And many times since then, but it's not one that I watch over and over and over again because of the body horror that's involved. Yes, yes. Like it's pretty gross. Um, yes. It's great, but it's gross. Um, like the, that one, the, the one scene where um, he's going to get her and um, like he vomits. Yes. <laughs> like on the dude's hand and leg. Oh, mm-hmm. and he and does like, it like with glee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, such can cruelty. Use defense. Right. Yeah. Or not, but that wasn't even defense. I mean, at first it was defense. At first. Yeah. But then the second time was Sick. cruel pleasure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he had warned her earlier about leave or I'll hurt you because he was at that point an insect. But from a human perspective, an insect is devoid of emotion, compassion, anything relating to a human at all. Now, and in the first one, it's not gross. (laughs) The only thing that they leave out all the barfing, he has his head covered Mm -hmm. until close to the end. All you see is his one, his left hand, like pincher claw sort of and the only thing that's a little bit gross is when you finally see, they, they find the fly. So they weren't fused. They mm-hmm. were sort of transferred. They finally find the fly the, the, or the tiny thing after the large thing, the man with the head, with the fly head is, is dead. They find the fly body with the man head at the very end and is caught in a spider's web. And that was kind of gross because you see it and, it, and it's actually uh, like the man's chest and head and one arm. And he's mm-hmm. screaming in this, in the spider web. And here comes the spider and these two men, Vincent Price and, and this other dude are looking and they recognize who it is yeah. and they don't move the spider away. 
they let the spider get him and then they crush the whole thing. It's terrible. Yeah. And as horrible as the baboon moment is in the 86 version, turned (laughs) baboon inside out, which of course reminded me of Galaxy Quest. (laughs) What's the line? The creature is inside out and it exploded. Something like, y'all remember? When they tried to teleport beam the the like rock creature, sort of rock creature, whatever up. Oh my God, that's so funny. So as gross as that is, in the original, he transports the family cat, this cute puffy cat across the room. And he does it with the plate of milk. So there are actually three objects being transported at the same time. The plate and the milk make it. Mm-hmm. And the cat doesn't. And you hear the cat caterwauling in the ether. Oh, God. It, it could be in the wires. It could be in, in the air. Lord only mm-hmm. knows where. And we hear it only that one time. But I'm thinking, the cat should be there forever. Yeah. Caterwauling. Ghost cat. Exactly. Yeah. So to me, that was pretty horrifying. Like that yeah. poor thing. I think it should never go away that he should just periodically hear it when he's in his lab working. Yeah. Yeah. At least that baboon is dead. Um, I was watching something um, about like the fly and like, for some reason I thought they said initially they had considered um, fusing him with the baboon, but it didn't test well with the audiences. Right. Because audiences cared more about like the baboon than they did about like the fly. Sure. Yeah, totally understand that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh, also they said like during the filming, like the when the when like the booths get like st- all that super white light or whatever, like the baboon flipped out at one point in time, and only the handler and apparently Jeff Goldblum could um you know get it to calm down because he had bonded with it. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that is pretty terrifying for an animal. Yeah. <laughs> like uh smoke machine bright light what the mm-hmm. hell i'm trapped yeah. in this little people on the set like come on <laughs> poor thing mm-hmm. yeah he didn't know it was all fake no yeah. so yeah always some interesting weird creature coming to haunt us destroy us bite us in the butt always <laughs> yeah consume our resources take over our planet and we still don't know what the aliens and invasion want from us exactly what i was thinking (laughs) (laughs) why are they here Mm -hmm. they need food do they you know what's going on (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's like they did a drive-by and they saw how we were doing with things they were like nah (laughs) you guys guys are destroying that planet Yeah. yeah Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, when I was watching the Night of the Creeps, at one point in time, Tom Atkins, he's a police officer, he goes mm. to the, you know, the equipment checkout room, um, and he asks for a flamethrower. I'm like, why do y'all have a flamethrower just sitting in the back? Like, why? And he was able to, to requisition it, mostly because he had a shotgun pointed at the dude. But y'all have a y'all have a flamethrower just sitting around. I'm thinking. Yeah that after all of these movies, creature movies that we've seen, Mm -hmm. we all need a flamethrower at home. 
flamethrower yeah. might be better than a gun. I mean, yeah. we're going to run out of fuel, so we need extra fuel for it around. Mm -hmm. And the flamethrower, you can't use it at for long distance, like a sniper. But yeah. I'm not going to be a sniper anyway. But yeah. someone, a few people come close enough and you just spray them down with the fire. <laughs> so. But then, you know, also if they, they keep moving, you know, like zombies, they're, they're going to keep moving for a while. They're going to like set your structure on fire. Oh, that's true. You know? Well, but also in, in winter, if you need to make a, a fire camp, you know, campfire or something. Clear some and snow. You just light it up real fast. And there you go. So it does yep. double duty. You can't do that with a gun. True. Uh there's probably a way, but like I have this this lighter thing, the electric lighter. Mm -hmm. Um I wonder if that works the same as like a taser. Like if you could use that to like light things on fire and also taste mm -hmm. people. Hmm. Probably not. Oh we could get what what kind what do they use? Not fire extinguishers for the blob. Like what was Yes, that was, that was a fire yeah. extinguisher. Yeah. That was pure was it CO2. That nitrate. Oh, that's right. CO2. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you guys ever see the remake? Yes. I yeah. Did, but I don't remember you didn't the love details. The yeah. I, I think I saw that before I saw the original. Um, so oh. that was one of the reasons why I, like I love that one too. Not more. Mm -hmm. I love it too for the different things it does. But I like that they they use. I'm gonna spoil this because whatever it was eighties. Um, they use the um, snowmaker, the snow machine. Oh, like, I forgot that. And they like they blow that up, and they're able to freeze yeah. like the blob that way at the end of that one. Um, oh, but it also had um, this very good moment where the blob attacks um, a date raper. <gasps> like he's going, he's going to. He, I think he drugs her drink or whatever. Oh my and when god! He's coming back to her. Like uh, yes, the blob did kill her too. But it got him. So I was very happy about that. Well, so, nice. yeah. so how have we not mentioned Steve McQueen in the original? I, I mean, he's. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I mean, we should have mentioned it like and straight off the bat. That the, yeah. the midnight movie cost 80 cents. Yes. And that they How's were wasting that? their 80 cents. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what else 80 cents would buy back then mm -hmm. did did we notice any signs for what a gallon of gas cost back then i mean way less of course mm -hmm. because i remember when it cost 25 cents in the 70s yeah. at mm. some point in the 70s you know early like early I, 70s <laughs> a very early yes like still, i did not notice the cost but i know at the diner they were selling ice cream i saw a butter pecan clearly <laughs> like on one of the menus mm. i wasn't sure how much it was so quarter five cents wow. amazing but yeah like you said steve mcqueen he was hot yep he was 28 when this okay. came out playing a teenager that's fine how old was everyone in the original 90210 I think 30s, Dylan one. was Dylan was no, but Dylan was like 27. Well, yeah, Andrea so. was yeah. in her 30s. Yes, yeah. true. She was. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's why they made her a teen mom. <laughs> <laughs> she's this 30 year old who's pregnant and she's in the show playing a teenager. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, like his aging was a lot less egregious than some of the others that I've seen. Like, um, like when I was watching Night of the Creeps, like I saw a couple that looked like they were in their late thirties. Like they oh were gosh. in the fraternity, <laughs> and they looked like they were in their late 30s. <laughs> oh gosh, it was fine. I just love him, so I didn't care. Oh no, 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 not at all. Like, they, and they were such they were like clean kids. If that, if you guys know what I mean, like they were yes. like on the straight and narrow, and like nobody would listen to them. Yeah. So stereotypical and just had that one little race and the Mm -hmm. police officer, sheriff, whatever, pulls him over. You're driving backwards. (laughs) Later, there's there's a scene where uh, Jane does a reverse gaslight because, Mm -hmm. you know, it's like, no, that couldn't have happened. And then she's convincing him, yes, what you saw was real. Yes. <laughs> Normally it's the other way. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. crazy. That that no no, that couldn't have happened. Yeah. You know, that's what you normally hear. But this is like, yeah, that's exactly Re- what happened. Reverse gaslighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's that's an idea worth contemplating right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Any more? creature features that that we want to talk about because i know there were a lot on that list yeah yeah there were no i didn't do any others like i I do have the blob stuck in my head like the song i like that they had a little jingle their own thing that (laughs) was the coolest Mm -hmm. so next week is another one of our favorite holidays hanksgiving yeah that's right hanksgiving Mm mm-hmm (laughs) so we will be watching some tom hanks so we have a couple choices here we have a new a new hanks finch on apple tv plus and old hanks which is one of his favorites castaway on peacock those Um, are not choices those are assignments yes you can round it out with your favorite (laughs) with your pick you know a tv show episode or another movie there are a bunch available on your regular streaming services a bunch aren't you know they're only to rent or buy uh it looks like most though are available streaming a few that we wanted that yeah aren't available so he's done so many yeah there's lots of good choices either way (laughs) Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Geek on.